Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is DC Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the DC Universe. I don't know. Greetings, DC Universe fans! Welcome to DC Movie News, the show where we give you all the information about things happening from the DC Movie Universe and the TV DC-verse and video games and cartoons and stuff like that sometimes. (laughs) Extended. I'm Adam Gertler. I'm Roxy Stryer. I'm Mike Kalinowski. That's right, the three of us are together. You can find me at all the places at Adam Gertler. And you can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And you can find Johnny at Jake Quasto. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. And at Mike Kalinowski. Yes. Uh, there we go. So Johnny is uh, abroad. He's uh, yeah. is he with the troops. Yeah, doing, he is. He's, doing good stuff. He's, yeah. he's being a good dude. That Quasto, man. He's a good guy. I know. He does good stuff, man. And he would want us to talk about his blood drive. Oh, Jay Lequasto's blood which drive. I should have prepped a little better. If you're in the L.A. area and you want to give blood, you can do that sometime. I think it's September 11th and 12th. Yeah. Does so that, does that it's all right? over his Facebook page. Yeah. Like yeah. So check out Lequasto's uh, information. I'll tell you about the blood drive. And once again, Roxy Stryer will donate a pint of blood for every time uh, you retweet this episode. Do so. you bleed? Yes. Roxy will bleed. <laughs> um, so, guys... Yes. I don't know how your DC week's been, but I, I got to talk to you. Some personal issues first. So, I, I mean, I, have you finished Arkham Knight? Done. 100%. 100%. Done. So even Joker Riddle's trophies? I, Does that include all those trophies? I, okay, all the other Arkham games, I did not do the Riddler trophies okay. fully. I went and beat it. And then I hear, I was like, you know what? The, this game, I'm taking my time. I'm going to get them all. All 243 of them. 53, I think. I yeah. went nuts. and I says, But then after I did it and beat it, people tell me, if you don't beat it all, you don't get to complete any. They, they right. even say, like, nope, go finish everything. So I did it all. Before you finish the main story. Yes, because I wanted to... Because that world is so damn good. Yeah. It was really Arkham good. World, man. So the, the, now the thing is, I'm not quite done, but I'm 90% of the main story. You got to get it all and done. And then I, I had, you know, somebody unfortunately spoiled who the Arkham Knight was for me. Was which it is, a spoiler, though? That to me was kind of like, I saw it and I was kind of like... They kind of were broadcasting a little bit. But I, they put the Red Hood story pack in there and I'm kind of like, all right, it's not him. You know, the, 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 the DLC you could get. So I'm like, well, it's not him. And then I'm just like, oh... He took it off, and I was like, oh, yeah. well, I guess it's him. It All was right. very emotional I for just me. was a little upset because Roxy was even saying this is a completely new character created for the game. They told that... Well, technically, the Arkham Knight is a he, new character. Okay, so they're mincing words, but yeah. I was just kind of like... I just wanted a new... It reminded me back in the day of the animated series had Sun Tzu or whatever was a villain mm-hmm. in an animated game that Jim Lee created for the game. Right. So I wanted a new character added to the Bat universe. Now, that could be brought into cartoons and comic books. They had a chance to do that, but they kind of went back and said, 
Well, he's just this guy, and it's our version of the Red Hood story. And we're still not giving it away, just in case you haven't discovered right, it. I'm getting really yet. nervous because the way you set the story up was that you had a really difficult Well, week. no, it was just it, the, the emotions that happened to me was I was getting far in this game, and like no. I'm not the best gamer, so it takes me a long time to finish these boards, and my Batmobile just got trashed. It got trashed by an excavator. I forgot about I that. I just put a brand new EMP, finished the last payment on the thing. I forgot about that. And I'm just like, I still have side missions. So now I'm paranoid. It's like, it's <laughs> taking me back into the main story. And I still have stuff to do in my Batmobile. Am I screwed? You're screwed. And then it turns out, you know, they pull the old, oh, no, Lucius got an extra one for you over there. I'm like, what? So it, it kind of vacillates between being, like, the best story in the world and then having to serve the master of, like, well, it's a video game and, like, we have to get yeah. these things in there. But the cinematic stuff, sometimes goes on for a long time and it is honestly I saw IGN wrote that it's like probably one of the best summer blockbusters of the summer including the movies and yeah. it kind of is <laughs> it's great and it is emotional like I, I was getting choked up with some of the Barbara Gordon yeah. stuff I mean it messes with you twice in that game things caught me off guard and I won't say it for people that haven't played because I know someone that just got a friend of mine so I don't want to spoil anything there's two times in that mo- in that game where it caught me off guard I was like oh oh Oh, I didn't see this coming. Yeah. And like the, the side missions, like Professor Pig, have you got to him yet? Professor Pig? Oh, I just remember. No, that. I didn't. Oh, oh no. It's creepy as hell. I do love the Azrael stuff. And I feel like Killer oh. Croc might be making an appearance soon. That Don't they're say kind anything. of Don't intimidating. Say Don't tell me. Right. Anyway, the point is, I love it. Let me know what other games I should be getting, I PS4 fans. What? The Michael Keaton skin. The 89 skin they're coming out with the Batmobile. So I'm waiting to do the new game plus with Okay, Bat- and then I heard there's more downloadable content. Oh, it's They're doing every month. That's great. Yeah, we're fantastic. I'm going to have to do that. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is Justice League Gods and Monsters. I finally watched it last night. Have no, you seen you it? Know. I did last week. No, okay. I haven't seen it yet. What did you think? It's interesting because it's Bruce Timm, so it's the classic stuff. Which is so great to go back to his world. Elseworlds. And I loved it. I lo- okay, I'll tell you, of all the three characters, the one that I could care less about but turned out loving was Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman! Her storyline, when they had the new gods and Mr. Miracles in the, the new background. Gods. Like, Mr. Miracle, Scott Free in the background Holy there. cow. I was so shocked at how much I love this. Have you seen it yet? No, but how come you every time I'm asking anybody about it, they go, and... I loved it like that the because exact way you said it I did not me... expect to love it because right. I don't recognize these people and I thought it was going to be an evil Justice League and yeah. that's not what it is okay. and then, it's so like, it's surprising they set up all those scientists and I'm just like oh there's this guy and there's that guy and there's this guy and they they it's they dispatch it's just trust in Bruce Tim. you just gotta trust him because he it, does it and I, one thing I didn't pick up right away, the three robots that they sent off, I didn't realize that they were doppelgangers of the Justice League. Yes. I was like, oh, he's got the... But they're also kind of the metal men. Yes. And and then you have, you know, Dr. Magnus in there. And it's it's so it's it's an Elseworlds story, but, like, it stands on its own. Yes. And then I was reading an article about with Bruce Timm where he basically said just how, you know, the Silver Age characters departed from the Golden Age yes. characters. And they had the same name, but they had different costumes, different origins. It's like that. Yeah. Like, Superman is Superman, but he's different. Batman is Batman. Batman, but he's totally different, right, and not just excited. an evil version of it. And a cool thing, it's cooler than that, because in the okay. comics right now they're doing the Dark Side War, and they tell the story of Dark Side and Orion and giving the sons over. Yes, so this is timed perfectly because they tell that story, but from Wonder Woman's perspective, of she's the she marries Orion, and it, it, it was a very heartfelt story that they put into it. I was yeah. like. Of the three characters, I loved her. She was it was my favorite. I thought they were all great. I even liked the Kirk Langstrom Batman thing yeah. because it was like 
a different take on, a, on a dark, depressed Batman, yeah. and he was like a vampire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why he's a monster, and Wonder Woman is a new god, and Superman is like, oh, he's he's the, still the son of Lara, but he's got it Zod DNA. Zod just came in and was like, boom, I'm putting my imprint on it, so. And then he's raised by, like, immigrants. Like, and then he's raised by immigrants, and he doesn't come up evil. It's no. like, it would be too easy to do that. That's why it's great. That's why you should check it out. It was the most engaging, yeah, watchable uh, of the uh, direct-to-video of, of the year of the three that we've seen right. best since Arkham Assault on Arkham in my opinion wow. agreed alright then yeah. I guess I gotta watch so you gotta watch I know. everybody I know else I watch it let me know what you think I was yeah. so so happy uh, now let's get into some Batman v Superman news uh, so it came out this week that uh, we might have a form of the character uh, created by I think Marv Wolfman the KG Beast I think he was in, I want to say the 80s but I think it was more than 90s I, I think it was like 89 yeah, 80, 80, was, 89 which yeah. I read I remember my first encounter with the KG Beast was on the I think it might have been the original Nintendo's Batman game mm-hmm. where it was like Firefly and KG Beast revealed in that <laughs> <laughs> that's how far I'm like, that? that must have been like God. 90 or something 90 yeah. or 91 that early Batman game it was really cool um, yeah. so it seems like this is going to be like a member of like Lex Luthor's army right. not necessarily he won't be like called KGBs but it's that name um, so I don't know what do you guys think of that Really cool character. I'm very excited about it. I know a lot of people think that we're just loading in too many people right now. No, I'm not I, under it's, that impression. They're populating the world. I think. Yeah, no, and it doesn't seem like he's going to have a storyline as no. like the KGB. It's just like it's going to be another sort of like Easter eggy kind and of like. There's precedence. Weren't you saying that he's the bodyguard for Lex? Like, mm-hmm. Yes. If you've got a guy like Jesse Eisenberg, you need a bodyguard. Look Old- at him. It's not. The typical Lex with a bigger guy could take care yeah. of himself. So I was like, hey, makes perfect sense. Fits oh, right in. Oh, and that's the other thing, how Lex in uh, Justice League is kind of a combination oh. of, of of Steve Jobs and yes. Stephen Hawking. Yes, in that <laughs> chair. I was like, that's fantastic. And then at the end, <laughs> was he in Metron's chair? I don't know if you know, that chair is like... Yeah, I guess, yeah, is that, that's the chair, yeah. They had the design of Metron's I think, yes, chair. yes, 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 yes. So. so cool. Anyway, sorry. I didn't want to leave Roxy out. Yeah, no, sorry. you're not. You, I think you guys are great. Um, um, all right, so then we have another great image released... Um, of Batman kind of being uh, uh, contemplative um, in, in the field there um, where he's just uh, uh, you know just kind of like wandering and being really broody like yes. Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. oh, I don't know if that was the one I kind of I think I went out of order here with the pictures uh, but it was yes that's one okay there we go. So this is yeah. kind of like a great image, and like again, just enforces what a lot of people say about Zack Snyder's filmmaking. That like you can just take any I, frame of his movies, right? That I, just looks so visually pleasing. Um, that's never been my problem with him as a director. I do think what he does is stunning. That that's not the issue. We'll see how he does directorially, though. Yeah. Uh, other than that, and the way he treats the actors, and, and we'll see. I mean, this looks beautiful. It looks interesting. It looks dark. It looks. Do twisted. you think he treats actors bad? No, no. I just don't. Well, I, I don't. Not that I think he treats them poorly. I just don't. I haven't particularly loved his direction okay. to date. I think that his stuff looks awesome. Yeah. And those are two different things. Fair, yeah. Fair enough. Um, I was wrong, definitely, when we talked about the trailer. Because I remember I, we saw that one shot of that character with the coat walking towards Wayne Manor. And I said, no, that's Alfred. Yes. And I, to see it now, I was like, nope, it was Bruce. I, I am wrong in that one. So I imagine this is probably from like that same scene or montage. It feels like it's from a, a similar part. Because he lives in that, they say he lives in like a house yeah. on the property, but it's off on the side. So I think he's just kind of... The lake house. Yeah. Do you wish that it was Alfred? No, doesn't matter to me. Uh, there also seems like to be like, like right, but... a little bat signal in the sky there. Is it a, kind, mm. kind of a little bit. 
I'm still not sure. Uh, by the way, I'm 50-50 about whether he's retired or not. With the, the, the debate that we have ongoing, like this if is there ongoing. is a break. How, like, I love the people on Twitter. The guys on Twitter, they're awesome. The debate back and forth, like the stories that I get. But I sincerely think he is... He's Batman still. I don't think he goes out every night. Right. Because I, I remember early on they talked about drones. And there's a drone patrolling. There's drones patrolling Gotham. I think he sits in that computer. down that, cause the and way, he just flies Because the Batcave is not destroyed looking or like the manor. No, it, it's underground. Yeah. The, the manor. He says the car is covered over because they, they've even talked about it. We'll get that a little bit later about the car. But So it doesn't look like the, the cave has been distressed at all. So I think he is constantly down there surveilling Gotham. It's safe. Kind of a recluse. And now Superman comes out and he's, the, he's like, oh. I can't just. There's no more of these criminals anymore. This is above and beyond. Ooh. I need to come back. Maybe we maybe the tire and stuff maybe he does it. try to encounter Superman with drones at first. And maybe, Superman just like blink. Yeah. I, I just don't understand how the timeline would make sense if he was retired for this whole time. Because I, I think what, where the retired thing came from is everyone's like it's they're using Darknet returns. I think. I, I, I don't think it's wrong of them to say that they're using yeah. that as a basis, but I think that is giving people the wrong idea about this movie. Here's he one theory, Roxy. Drinking gin, here's, race one, cars. here's one theory. It's not the drinking gin, driving race cars, mm-hmm. but the idea is that the Joker kills Robin, right. kills the Jason Todd or whatever, blows up Wayne Manor, mm-hmm. and Bruce is like, all 20 years in Gotham, how many good people, what, did I, what good did I do? He gives it up. He's like, I can't be responsible. Barbara Gordon gets her spine blown away. Jason gets killed. The manor's blown up. I, I tried to do good, and I didn't. And I'm sorry, and I quit. And the reason he comes back is because of Superman. Because now he's like, this guy could end the entire human race. And those are big stakes. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case... I'm on board. I love it. I love a comeback, man. I don't, I, I love I don't think comeback. he's gone completely. I think he's, All right. he's Look, doing what he can. Somebody, I, I want to say, part of that theory is courtesy of one of our great fans on Twitter. They were like, oh, here I have this theory. I'm sorry I didn't check your name. But yeah, I, I'm on board with a lot of that stuff. And, you know, look, I'm very excited for this movie. It is my most eagerly anticipated movie, even more than the uh, Lego Batman sequel. <laughs> um so we'll see what happens with that. And then we had some other great images of Batman v Superman, some high-res images. Uh, Batman at the uh, uh, bat signal, kind of looking up into the yep. sky, uh, menacing, waiting for the man. Now, this is interesting, too, because I feel like this is also a come out of retirement and like nobody's seen the bat signal in years. And I want to see that like people around Gotham being like, because wow, I haven't seen that in a long time. There's no Gordon anymore. There's no Gordon, Our, which explains why he would be... Putting the symbol on. Putting the signal up. But... If he's got drones and doing that, because then talk about, because Clark Kent, they got that line about there's this vigilante in Gotham, so he's been operating. It's not like he just pops up all of a sudden, so Clark Kent's back. Yeah, he's back now. I I don't think he's out in the suit every night, but I think there is a bat presence keeping Gotham safe or patrolling. I think the reason Clark thinks it's a thing now is because he's just come back on the scene. So why isn't he going right after Superman right away? Why is he dealing with his own crimes? He's trying to find out some stuff. He's trying to find out like who these Lex soldiers are. Like, He's got a lot to deal with. Oh, there's so much. I don't know. Ah! My, my head's going to explode. <laughs> doesn't this picture to you guys look like a drawing? Like a hand-done drawing? Uh, to me, it just doesn't even look like a photograph. Yeah, well, yeah. In the suit with you the mean, eyes, yeah. It's do you definitely... mean he took an image and made it look like a comic book oh. from a movie? Oh, I don't know about that. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. Haters hate on Zack Snyder all you want. That I wasn't me hating on it. I just said I think visually it's I really know. pleasing. Absolutely. I just think that it looks like a drawing. But super, but Batman's not the only one that could be angry. We also see this picture that Superman could be kind of pissed off as well. Yeah, now that that definitely again, it looks very posed and very brooding. But man. it's so strange when Superman does the Batman face because it's just not his character to be like this. He he looks so 
ticked off at something. And it's like, he's pissed? Yeah, I get that he's pissed, but I don't know. It doesn't look like Superman to me now, when he looks like this. Something I did not think about, but a fan said they think that's Wayne Manor. And he's standing in Wayne Manor. Oh. And I was like, I don't know where they get this from, but... Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't... I don't... I mean, yeah, it's a trash location, and Wayne Manor was trash, so I right. see the correlation there. And I remember during filming, they showed a set location, and it was a burnt-out house in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And people were like, this could be Wayne Manor, because it had the same architecture, mm-hmm. and it's got that feel to it. That looks like... A, that doesn't look like a soundstage. It looks like a set in the one that they showed these pictures of months ago. Um, so yeah, you know, at, at, at some point, Superman's got to confront Batman too. You know, like we've well, he seen comes to Gotham, yeah, right. We've seen like um, in, in comics, and we've seen Bruce Timm certainly did it when like when Batman spies on on Clark Kent and figures yeah. him out, and then Clark Kent uses the X ray vision and figures Batman out. Right. This could be that you know where he does show up at the cave, and yeah. before they have you know because at some point they're going to have it out and hash it out and. <laughs> Is and, he staring and become at something? best friends. Do we think he's staring at something in particular? I, yeah, that's and that he's it, staring it, at Batman. It begs to the question, like you said with the the Batman, was this a production still, or is this actual footage happening in the movie? And they just took the still right from there, or is that set up on set with? Was it Clay Enos is the the photographer? Mm-hmm. They had that, you know that one shot of Batman with the yeah. desert yeah. suit. Is that one of those? Yeah, it does. I mean, it, it, looks, me it looks very like much posed and yeah. set up, you know, and I think what they're trying to avoid is like a repetition of like that original EW cover and like so yes. many of these really bad um, you know, like Terminator Genesis no. and a lot of these movies where they're just like, it's the full costumes and poor lighting and it's not a good representation. Right. What I want is, if you remember, this was God, almost a year ago now Kevin Smith said he saw a picture that was done. They built a little bit of a rooftop. They had Batman with Superman in the background. And it was Kevin Smith's first look at the suit. Yeah. And it was a studio-produced still of them. That's, I'm hoping, will be released eventually to see. So I think that's one of these where these are studio-released studio stills they shot on the day like that. Yeah. Well, God, I hope so. But again, it's not telling you anything, so it's great because you're not like, well, this is the scene in the movie. And, and this is what we want. We want to constantly ask questions and make theories, and then when we get to March 25th, I and want everything wrong. out the window. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, ultimately, it's like you know, we obsess over all this and these theories, but we want to be totally wrong. I've seen so many times where I think I know it already, and I'm completely proven wrong. There was that one scene in the original trailer where it was that that there was the now we know is the black bat plane coming in. I was like, oh, that's one of the drones. Yeah. When I first do saw we it. know that. That's a bad plane? Or? Yeah, because El Mambe posted the bad plane. What it oh, looked like, I was like, okay. oh, that's it. Yep, proven wrong already. Um, okay, so also we get a Lex. We get a great Lex picture here. Um, Which also looks pretty posed. And, oh, now, yes, but something happened in this. Now, if you remember the scene, there's basketballs in the background. He's on a basketball court. There was talk. There's a basketball court in LexCorp. In the trailer, there's a shot of someone walking with a boot, and there's bullets all strewn about the ground, and there's a deflated basketball. Oh. So that, something big happens in this Lex Well, I, you know, I love the, uh, you know, it's very referential to like that typical um, Northern California dot com billionaire yes. corporate culture Hipster. is like, uh-huh. just, exactly. We've got like gourmet coffee in the uh, break room and a basketball court for lunch breaks. The movie and, um, with Vince Vaughn, they were at Google or the whatever. Interns yes. or something oh, like that. that. Yeah. Doesn't it look just like something like that? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the kind of corporate um, D bag that they're trying to pr- promote. <laughs> and you know what? Well, this like is that cross that you said earlier. Every time, Roxy, I see the trailer, like, I love that red capes line for yeah. some reason. Like, I love it more yeah. and more. Like, I don't know why. And it annoys me. Because he's trying alone. to prove that he's literate, he's literate and he's, he's 
history. I was like, you know, D-bag. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Even when I see the posters for American Ultra, his new film, where he's uh, got the same kind of hair, I'm like, you're such a dick. Yeah. I hate you. Oh, he's so and good. every time Such he's interviewed too, so you know. But I think different he's than the, great Lex Luthor. <laughs> other than some of the other actors we've recently talked about with their interviews, I think he's got the chops to back it up. Yeah, I actually agree with that. I think, I think he's he, very talented. Twenty, thirty years from now, will be one of the great. I mean, he's phenomenal now. Yeah. I think he's going to be one of these actors that he's just like a like um oh, oh god, what's his name? Um, I drink your milkshake, uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, yes. Who's not the most personal guy in interviews? It's, it's, uh, this goes so beyond not the most personal. I think that you're right that he is talented. I don't think anybody has the chops to back up being a douche. I just don't. Okay, for, yeah, oh, agree. If you're being paid that much, you should. We say that, mm-hmm. but some people just don't subscribe to that. A lot of people really like him in his interviews, though, and they just yeah. think that he's a straight shooter, and okay. that's hey. fine. No, I, I just mean that even, you know, watching him in the American Ultra trailers and seeing in the poster, if you look at the poster, the look on his face, you're not like, oh my God, that's like a hero okay. I'm going to get behind. Yeah, it just yeah. looks like an egg. That's For you all. two guys, who, who, who you host, you interview a lot of people, would you guys like to interview him, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, look, as someone that constantly, you know, every time I fail, I can't wait to get back on a horse again because okay. I hate having failure on me. So, like, when I've had the, these experiences that have, like, maybe not been the best, right. where I haven't, like, handled myself or figured it out, you know, I... I, I I do, and there's also part of you that say like, no, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get through to them and get and ask a, a good question in a sensible way. Like, to go back to the Cara Delevingne thing with the paper towns, right. like those people, you know, that was a, it was a bad connect on both sides. But the way they were asking questions, they were so over caffeinated and they seemed like very disingenuine and condescending from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you know, I would like to talk to the guy in a genuine way. Absolutely, it wouldn't like, it wouldn't be like you know, if I were to interview like one of my all-time heroes and I wouldn't want to do it because I wouldn't want to have it killed for me. It's not like I hold Jesse Eisenberg in such a high regard that it would be like, no, it would destroy my world to interview him. Like if right. it were, say, someone like Jack Nicholson or Mick Jagger, you know, or it'd be like, I don't want to know. I'd rather just keep my distance. Right. Mm. Yeah, no, Fox. I think that if you're somebody who likes a challenge, then interviewing him is a good thing. I think that the worst case scenario is that he gives you the same kind of interview that he gives everybody else, and that would just be what it is. Right. Best case scenario, he says something really awesome, you connect, and you're like, holy crap, I was completely wrong about him. Exactly. I think also people don't realize that they're sitting in that room, and the reporters just keep in and out. They're just It's a press junk, and they just bring him in. And So there, this could have been the 20th interview of the right. day. Right, like with the like, Cara oh. Delevingne thing, she could have had a camera on her. Right. She's got an earbud in her ear and then they say like alright you're on Good Morning Seattle right now you're right. in Sacramento you're, and it's like there's thing there's a second of a delay it's a very awkward yeah. scenario and, I, and I've done those kinds of got, press tours before and like the studio heads over there yeah. and you've got her handlers over there and, and she was just, up all night at a premiere and she couldn't sleep and she's yeah. been doing these for days I, I think the we junkets cut- are grueling absolutely and everybody thinks they're unique and everybody thinks they've got the raddest question and they're gonna but, get the, the real interview then you got someone like Tom Cruise who just knocks out of the park every single time. Every time. And then you're like, okay, so this can be done. He's yeah. the consummate, consummate professional. He is. You know what I mean? Like, and I think as actors, especially to, they're getting to this level, it's part of the job. You've yeah. got to just take it, you know, you got to take it all. It's the package. And if you wanted this going into it, you kind of knew what it was. You signed on to this big, huge franchise. You know yes. you're going to be under the microscope for the next four or five years. Yeah, if you want to do the important Chris Evans, independent films... Chris Evans, great example of that because he did not want to get involved with Captain America. And Robert Downey Jr. said, do it. It's going to be the best thing for you and you're going to be able to go off and do what you want. So now he's directing. And in interviews, 
He's great. What in a turnaround! Years. Remember uh, when people were talking about how he that he seemed ungrateful? He's like, yeah. oh, it's going to be ten years. Remember that? Yeah. And he was, and like, and everyone was like, who is this guy? And then, kind of since then, he's been doing the hospital appearances and the he, costume and, and his, doing and his Snowpiercer press, which was amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he just you know at the beginning he was just I don't think he knew. What, he's like, I don't know if I want this. I kind of like my anonymity. If and, you're going to be a guy like Captain America. I kind of don't like want Captain you to America. be an asshole. Watch it. Right. That's what we were saying before. It's like yeah. with Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. It's like you know what? I don't care. He's yeah, like Luthor. Like, but if he was Captain America or Superman, yeah. it would bother me. Yeah, you know, I completely agree right or that. wrong, it would bother me. So, what do you think then about Cara Delevingne? If Ugh. she is, I think I think it's a different case, you know, because I honestly think she. She did not come off looking the worst in that interview. Everybody thinks that the interviewers came off right. looking bad. And she does have a reputation for being, you know, um, you know, just sort of like unique in her own thing. I, I don't think it hurts her one way or the other. I don't know if she, everybody thinks that. Did you see what Whoopi Goldberg said about it? I didn't. I didn't. What did, what Whoopi, did the Whoop Whoopi have to say? Be, uh, Whoopi was like, you ungrateful little piece of crap. Okay. okay. There you go. honestly, I've been... No, she straight up said it. She was like, I've been doing this for years. Yeah. You are... You smile. You put on that smile. You're not even famous. And then somebody That's was the like... Thing. Somebody yeah. said, she is famous. And Whoopi said, no, I'm effing famous. Oh! Oh! That's kind of awesome. <laughs> Amazing. That's all, but it's true. Amazing. That's kind I, of awesome. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, all right. I like to think I'm well-versed with up-and-coming actors in, in the industry. Aside, when she got cast, I was like, I don't know what she's ever been in. And now yeah. we say Paper Towns. I'm like, yeah. No, she's I, been modeling. She's a model. But, well, but, there but, you go. but again, okay, to so counterpoint, and not to make model. this all about mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the Cara Delevingne thing, this kind of behavior does get people noticed, and yeah. sometimes it's a gamble that works. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, a lot of successful people from, you know, uh, Madonna to Lady Gaga, it's like, it's outlandishness and, 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 and ostracizing a large uh, part of the populace that gets a certain amount of attention. And if you can back it up with good work... It, it, it makes you stand out from the heat. There's a lot. How many models turned actresses are there? She's making a play to say, like, look, I'm and, unique. I'm not just but, another, you and, know, another face. And how many people actually, like, I don't even watch those interviews, really, to be honest with you. I mean, it's like, you watch them. But I don't. I, I don't want to. I don't want to know about but it. But we it's all like, know this one. Right. Because it made news. And now we're still talking about it. What we're was still it, talking a about A month it. ago? A couple weeks. So, yeah. A couple weeks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's that. Uh, okay. Feel free to keep chiming in with that, guys. Um, let's go to uh, let's talk about the Batmobile since I love talking about Batmobiles, yes. and I was really mm-hmm. upset that my Batmobile got trashed. All right, but what about you and your picture of the Batmobile? Oh that's yeah, still... I should have thrown that in there. Yeah, so this Batmobile, which uh, may be one of the ones that I got to sit in, uh, actually. Now I can tell you that the cockpit of the Batmobile I sat in was not completely finished. I know they had close-ups. For when, you know, they have a separate, you know, set for when it's like a live, hot, everything working. But I did get to sit in this car. So the idea here is like the Justice League influence... The look of this Batmobile. He was just saying that pretty much he was trying to. He's trying to make a whole world. He's trying mm-hmm. to make an entire universe, and so he has to take an account in the Batcave and the Batmobile. Everything. It's all going to play into who Batman is and who Batman's position is in the Justice League. That's all I th- he was saying. He was saying it made it sound like. Um, it, it, this is going to be the Batmobile for the next four or five right. films. Right. We're not going to get a different Batmobile every single film. He, does it fit in with what they're doing with that film? And I think it, that's a great idea. But that was also in the interview. He said the Batmobile has not been used for years. There's a tarp over it in the Batcave, he said. And Bruce, there's a scene with him okay, working on it. Okay, so how are you not buying into my theory of semi-retirement? Well, drones. Okay, but he's that's not still up. semi-retirement. I, he, that's, why, that's why he's not. That's why when he puts his hand on the thing and the suit opens up, he's like, shit, i got to put this thing back on again. Okay, okay. So look. Because if he's still in 
shape. Look at him. He's still physically in shape. There's never a scene of him where he's kind of like, where he's with the fam- with the girl holding What's body. What's going on? What's the face? Because what? we see him working out in the trailer. Because he's, he's loosening it, get, get back into it. He's, he's got to get back into it. But I think not, we're, now we're mincing words. Talking about mincing let's words. not mince words. <laughs> because... We're, because I'm saying that he's basically not been Batman. You're saying, okay, so he's operating drones. He's basically been playing video games. Basically, And so now yeah. he does have to work out and get back into shape. Yeah, he can hold a girl. He's still and Batman. That's why, and that's why people are saying, oh, he looks like he's chubby Batman. He's like, he's not. He looks like he's a bodybuilder that kind of let himself go a little bit. Wait, just yeah. to clarify, if operating drones out, and playing video games, is that what the correlation was there? Just it's yeah. pretty similar. Pretty much the same oh, thing. Oh, my God. No, the military. Yeah, it's the same thing. The military recruits people <laughs> with those skills. Yeah, that's, with those skills. But with a way different outcome, of course. Oh, sure. You're sitting there no, playing no, no. Arkham, and you're thinking, "Yeah, no, I'm really oh, doing." Well, oh, if, if, if some if the government is watching me play Arkham, they're like, "We don't need this guy. <laughs> we definitely don't need him." No, on our there team. is. Like, how long does it take you to beat the freaking no. excavator tank, dude? <laughs> Come on! They want to reach in through, and I almost get to a board oh. where they're going to finish it for me. They're like, "It's torture watching you play this." So you're telling me that, but no, he would be great at Arkham. There is a movie coming out. That really would be great at Arkham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie coming out. It's based on true story of these drone operators that basically have no concept of what they're doing because they're in a little room. They're, they're, they see the X. They push the button. Well, and these lives that? are being destroyed. And they're having these these mental breakdowns because they don't realize. And then they come back into society and like, oh, my God. It was like playing a video game. I had no idea the consequences yeah. of this. So it's very we similar. I saw that in the movie. What was that in? I don't know. Was it a more recent one? There is a one Zero in production Dark right 30? now. No. No. So Guys, help us out. They did so, so you're saying that the, that the drone operators in this situation didn't actually know that they were operating real, real no, drones? No, they did, but they became, that's what they do every single day. They, they become desensitized. Yeah. yeah. And when they come back into society. So but, Bruce Wayne is... I think he's like at I got that you guys agreeing finally. Well, no, wait, yeah, because basically what I'm saying is that if he's at the point where his being Batman at this point okay. is just operating drones, right. to me, I get the same... Um, I'm coming out of retirement, getting the band back together, feeling of like pulling off the tarp, putting the costume back on, working pulling, out to become that guy. Right. That montage, right. that thing, that's what I want. So to me, if he's just been operating drones, it doesn't take away from that. Like it just means that he's still connected to it. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't think he's doing a – because I, I think it's too – if he was doing what you're saying, he'd be too similar to Dark Knight Rises. Where he's just sitting there letting – No, no, no. I don't think that. I don't think that. So where's the – the middle so ground. So what do you think he's been sitting doing then? I think he's, maybe he's operating drones. There we go. Okay, I so can agree with that. Right. But he hasn't been being Batman. No. He's not out there swinging with the grappling hooks. So he's not necessarily retired. Let's drop that word. He's just not being Batman. I'm going to go with semi-retirement. And okay. that's as far as I'm going to go. All okay. Right. All right. We'll shake on it. What do you guys think? Semi-retirement for the bat? And and you know what? As far as him being thick and like on the pudgy side, like, yeah, that is also, we know that the visual influence is the Dark Knight Returns. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, when... um, He's not out of shape. It's a guy that's just... Working out for what? I mean, he's been Batman for 20 years. That's- when the animators who worked on Dark Knight Returns, you know, they sent a lot of the storyboards overseas. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I, I was at a Q&A when they, when they came out with the Dark Knight Returns and the animators came back to, like, Jay Olivia and the people that were making that film, and they were like, um, Batman looks really wide. Like, they thought there was something wrong with... <laughs> Their sketches because they've been doing Batman for years. I'm like, why is he so wide? And like, if you look at Dark Knight Returns, Batman's freaking wide. Yeah. He's huge. Yeah. He's a, a beast, and, 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 and in a good way. Yeah. And that's you know, that's what that's what I want to see. It's yeah. so I, I love that they're doing that. Um, and you know, moving on from from the Batman v Superman, uh, the Green Lantern uh, debate is heating up. No. We have another. I want to skip the entire subject. <laughs> I I. And there it not. is. 
So anymore. Lance Gross uh, is is up for it. That there's this Ooh. interesting shrubbery. This interesting. Um, uh, um, uh, from an Instagram, which is really cool. I would love that to be like in my garden. You know, I, I just I see them doing stuff like this. You know, is he messing with Tyrese? What I is this guy's see, attention? You know, it's like if one of us went and took us our picture, and I photoshopped my face out, and I just made it blank, and I put hashtag the question, hashtag arrow, hashtag yeah. CW, hashtag David Rappaport, and people would get a hold of that and go, "This guy, he's posting these, you know, these cryptical things about." The I question. don't know. This is the question. I'm like, no, it's. Fucking, I don't it's know why any filler. idiot would ever like just put up like a Photoshop picture of their face on a favorite superhero like Green Lantern. There's and one said guy. Cool. I, like, there's one guy. He, he's on I the CW. Don't know why he's on the CW. His name's Steven something. He pictures himself like posing in the gym. He's like hashtag Nightwing. And because he was on like Vampire Diaries for two episodes, the people took and he's like get him for Nightwing. This and that. And it's just like yeah. it went. And all the forums have hyped this up over a year. So it's like people talk when they mention Nightwing. This guy, it's self built hype. If you've cast in one of these roles, you are not putting your stuff like that. What are you, you talking about? I think this guy looks really sexy. This up and comer. You this, don't uh, want to piss off the studio or anything because it's 10 okay. things to say right now yeah. like the guy that did Wally West he wasn't posting pictures of him with lightning bolts on his shirt going haha join an arrow join in flash no they if you've got that role you are not talking about it I at agree. all okay. but don't I look no, sexy as a no, Green Lantern fantastic. number one for the people who are audio only and not watching this and they're like what is Adam <laughs> talking about so he uh, posted a picture from Chromatic Art Edit on Instagram Chromatic underscore art underscore edit um, and it's Adam looking real good as Green Lantern so. yeah with yeah. a really small uh, smaller head just a really you guys jack all body. look good um, yeah. I'm you're, sorry you're Harley Quinn I'm sorry did we all look good I'm pretty sure Booster Gold looked awesome I'm pretty sure you looked awesome I'm pretty sure I looked like I was going to well, it was a sick picture, but yeah. thank you for whoever scary. did that, that and was, made pictures for us. Awesome. And That's now cool. Mike needs one, so please make oh Mike Connors. Who do you want to be? Like, what uh, chair do you want to be? Well, let's see. Are you doing it to be on? You would like, be a great Nightwing. I mean, because uh, you have that kind of Dick Grayson, all grown up kind of Nightwing or Adam Strange. I think would be Ooh, phenomenal. That'd be good. You know, Adam Nightwing comes off great in the game, by the way. As oh far as like well adjusted people, like Scott, of all my the friend Scott Porter was the voice of it. Really? We used to be roommates together. Comes off great. I love it when. It's awesome. And and their fight scenes together are so great. And you know what, what's really oh. cool about the game is like whenever you're in a fight scene with Nightwing, they're kind of like easier fight scenes, which it should be. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It should be easier yeah. for you to take it. And like, they're like, oh, finally, this is just kind of fun. This isn't a stressful fight scene. One it's just that, kicking ass. Sorry to go back to the game, but happened when you're in uh, the Panassa Studios and you're walking in a cinematic and you've got Rob and the two of you are just bantering back and forth going yes. to kick ass. It's like, you know what? We have not seen that yet. We have not seen Batman yeah. and Robin done well with each other being badass. It's hard to do well, and, and I agree. Like, That's why I love the game so much, too. I'm like, this is just so much fun. Yeah, they, just, you know, between the scenes of me just being so terrible at it, yeah. it's like when they're when it, the game, the story is unfolding, and it's just like, ah, this yeah, is good. It's a great game. <laughs> um, so anyway. So, yeah, anyway, so what was the other things that you wanted to say you about it? You had ten you, things to say. You look great as hard. I only heard you say sorry. three things. Thank you. You look great. Um, yeah, I just, okay. And at the same time as having ten things to say, I have no things to say because I don't don't any longer know what to say about Tyrese. If this is a trend that he's starting and now people are going to just keep doing this, then I'm going to uh, jump. Like, I, I can't. I can't Here's, with this. If you if you are an actor and you want a role and you want to work your butt off to get it and you want to put yourself out there, I have Ryan no problem Reynolds with that. Deadpool. I have no problem with that. I think that's great. I you think, want to spark an idea, but you can't claim that you're taking meetings. You can't say, have taken hashtag taken the oath. You yeah. can't say, like, all of these things. You're right. If somebody actually had this role, it wouldn't happen. 
So now that other people are doing this and it's like a trend, it's going to be like hashtag trending. Who's going to be the Green Lantern? Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. I can't with it. I think Mike hit the nail on the head. I think, you know, people saw this sort of be successful with Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Now it's a film that's got a lot of heat. It's got, you know, whether you're into it or not. It's got fans. It was made before the fans. And now they have the best marketing. So now they have a film with Deadpool that had a manageable budget. Some people say as much as 70. Some people say it was $40 million. He took a huge pay cut to do this. Of course. Oh, my gosh. Because I'm sure he's a producer on the film. but, But now what it's given them is this we're the cool kids kind of marketing thing that they did with Extra, that they did with Conan. Yep. You know, and it's going to completely rethink the way, you know, now studios are used to matching the budget of the film with their advertising, and now people have to be like, I no, think, we have to be much smarter about the know, whole way we fund it. I've talked to a lot of friends. This is not, I'm not a fan of the, the Deadpool character. I'll see it. I hope we'll love it. But I think this is a movie that is out at the perfect time with perfect memes, time. gifts, Everything like that. He Deadpool is the internet generation, and I, he came out in the '90s. But he's so much like if he came out in the '90s, that movie would have bombed. Let me ask you this: but now in this day with memes, they'll have. I'm sure during marketing they'll have Deadpool. And you can meme them. They can put them on a green screen, and you do shit with it to put it out there. Is perfect. Is Deadpool the next major superhero film after Fantastic Four? Yeah. Uh, comes out in February. You're saying chronologically. Chronologically. I don't think there's any because this, summer, this is or, the thing, uh, and it's, it's ironic that they're both Fox movies, but mm. we're kind of hitting that part where some people are having superhero movie fatigue. Yeah, and I think that with Deadpool, because of the tone of it, it's going to be the perfect thing it's, in that genre at the perfect time. Fe- February, fantastic month for it to come out. Yeah, it is a, a dead season typically for movies. I think. I think it's going to do very. I think it's going to do a Kingsman box office where it just takes everyone by storm. Great time for Kingsman to come I, I out. I agree, and I think it's going to do better just for me personally because, like, I even though I love Mark Millar and I, I was like, I didn't the advertising for Kingsman. I thought it looked terrible. Like, I, I thought it really? looked terrible. Yeah, oh. and then it was only when I start, heard people that I respect start yeah, to say it was good, came out of it. and I loved it. I've seen it twice. Yeah, and I really, really, really loved it um, because it was it had the perfect tone because the action had weight, right. it had a great villain, and the comedy worked. And it's a really tricky thing to to nail, and that's what Deadpool is going to try to. Everything yeah. is stacked in its favor for this movie to do well. And if you want to know more about it, you can listen to the Marvel show. Exactly. Oh, sorry. Um, whatever. We, I, I love comic books. I love comic movies. No, I know you do. Um, uh, so a little bit of thing here. Viola Davis, kind of not a lot of news, just kind of saying that, like, you know, there was a lot of question about whether she could work it out uh, with her new... Uh, um, a lot of that happens. With the ABC show, where the, the shows will... They want... Actors want to do the movie, but TV's like, nope, sorry. Can't Especially this is ABC, which is affiliated with Disney. Right. Okay. Here's my thing. But it brings people to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the section of the podcast, the show we like to call Roxy's Thing. So take it away, Roxy. Just really, it's a really big thing. <laughs> Roxy's Thing. That's what she said. Okay. Oh, hello. What I love about this is I don't feel like a lot of times big places get it. I. The bigger she is... What do you mean big places? Big places. places? ABC. Okay. Any any big network, any big production company, whatever Mm. it is, they want these exclusivity clauses. Uh. The bigger Viola Davis is, the bigger her show is going to be. There you go. How to Get Away with Murder Mm -hmm. is going to be larger the larger she gets. The more right. famous she is. The more eyes are on her. The and more that's people not are going to watch that show. So why wouldn't they want her to be that's, in Suicide Squad? I agree. Because, and also think about it, the, the core audience of what Suicide Squad... Jeez, I can't talk today. It's called suicide, suicide Squad. Suicide is painless. Did I make you a little nervous? <laughs> they did. You always make me nervous. But <laughs> that audience 
is not watching her show on ABC right now. But, but after that movie, like, oh, I gotta see this actress. Though they might tune in for an episode. Mm-hmm. So that's a ex- excellent point, Roxy. So I, and I just never understand when they're not accommodating and they try to ma- make people jump through all these different hoops. Yeah. Good. They wanted her to do it. They made it work. They made it. I think it was a yeah. thirteen episode series instead of twenty two or twenty four, whatever it was going to be. And it was great. And the show rocked. And the bigger the show is, then her fans from the show are gonna go yeah. see the movie and say, and vice versa. And, and I think it's really important to have actresses and actors. That that have that kind of weight in these films so that we yeah. take them seriously in, in the important way. Like, I was thinking as far as back as, like, you know, a lot of people attribute the first X-Men film as being a beginning of the new renaissance for superhero films, and I was thinking about that, and a lot of people say, like, oh, the X-Men doesn't hold up. And I'm like, what did I really love about it? What holds up for me? And it's and it's three actors, really. It's 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 a, it's it's Hugh Jackman, it's Patrick Stewart, and it's Ian McKellen. Those are the things that that film gets yeah. right. It gets Wolverine incredibly right, having him in a ring. It has Professor X incredibly right and it has Magneto incredibly right and I think about some of the other things and I'm like wow some things were kind of terrible like mm-hmm. like uh, well, you know Sabretooth one of the best villains in the, it's like t- laughable but it works because of the weight of those actors going back to the Superman film with Gene Hackman like having important actors actors that have gravitas um, grounds the ridiculous world they don't need to be the leads no. they just they, they ground it in a world they make yeah. the world have weight and that's why it's really important so we're happy that she's going to be in this film which we're all very Excited about absolutely, and she and she seems surprised that they were so giving. So good for them. Now we have a lot of casting. We're going to talk about in the world of TV, and here is Roxy TV, with the TV, TV time TV, theme song. TV, TV, I miss Johnny. TV time, TV, TV. What do you guys have to do the backup? TV, TV, TV. I don't subscribe to your TV time. I can't. I'm not going to do it. I just can't dance to it yet. I want to know. I want, I'm waiting for the remix. No, people have been asking me if I'll just release an album with it. So, you know, it's I want to sing along, but I'm just so white. Rain Cat sings the hits. I can um, Okay. So, starting off. That's so great. Here's a name that's, you got to be an actor when you have a name like this. Falk Henschel. Uh, oh, you think, you think uh, Born? He was born into that name. You don't think it was a chosen name? Uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't, don't think know. he's got a he's got a unique look. So I, I think that might be his name. I think it's Falk Henschel. I think so too. Um, he's cast as the non-alien version of Hawkman. Um, and uh, so, what do we think? So, uh, Legends I'm of Tomorrow. So Hawkman. Two minds of, of this casting. I Talk love to me it about because I recently just saw him on Shield again. Mm-hmm. He was on the season two premiere. He played Shield bag. He had a name, and he just okay. basically comes into a room and throws some discs and kills some people. So like, Agents of Shield. You're talking about not Michael Chiklis Shield. Okay. No, Agents of Shield. So I love the fact that I've never seen this guy before. He hasn't really done much. It seems to be a lot of times like Arrow in, in these superhero shows. They like actors that have a lot of um, superhero or, or sci-fi show credit. They bring a lot of that right. genre mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. So to see a guy like this, that's an actor. Uh, you know, not the biggest resume, but getting a cool role like this, I love that. It, it means they're taking more people that, uh, you know, they don't need to have a big name because no one, I mean, take this guy and throw him, you know, on the street. No one's going to recognize who he is. Well, it's the same thing. So I love with, it. It's the same exact thing with Sierra Renee, who's playing Hawk Girl. Yeah. And then, but wasn't, she's a Broadway girl, though. She she does come from Broadway, but she has next to no credits. But what's her uh, thing on Broadway? Is she a big deal on Broadway? She was in Pippin. Um, so if they're a big name on that, that's kind of a, like this guy, I mean, I don't know his background, but I've only seen him on S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And I pride myself well, on knowing sci-fi and 
superheroes and movies and all that kind of stuff. So I've never seen. So I love the fact that the casting. Well, went, you had never seen her either, though. That was the. That's the. But point. I'm not a, right. That, the, the whole yeah. point is that they're not but like, recognizable. But like Tommy Merlin, season one, he was a Broadway guy. Yeah. I was like, how did this guy I've never seen before get a series regular? I was like, up, oh, he's a Broadway guy. Didn't last that's just long. the cachet to itself that you were on Broadway as an actor. Oh, that's, of course it is. I'm not saying I think training and being on Broadway and all yeah, that is so important. But I'm just saying that they're not recognizable. That's the okay. To, fair enough. To the masses. Do we and think that? Do you think that? Uh, Hawkman was always going to be part of this because they announced Hawkgirl so yeah. early and then it was a later edition. The other. No, I don't know about that because this is what I've been saying the whole time. When I interviewed the cast of Legends, they all were clueless. They were clueless about what this And then they postponed the production a yeah, little bit. and then they pushed it back and none mid-season. of them had any idea what was going on, what their, who their love interests were, what their storylines were, nothing. So, so this is this is going to be an alternate version. This is not like the Thanagarians. Right. Um, this is, you know, more Earthbound, well, I think, like to the Egyptian mythology version right. of like, the. There's been Carter Hall where it's been spelled with a C. There's Carter with K O T A R exactly. from Thanagar. Exactly. So it's like exactly. they. So this is just going to be a little bit more grounded on Earth, probably more to do with like an Earthbound relic, just because this world has not gone off-world. What I'm excited about this, and I'll say it very simply, is because of the way they've been doing CGI wings on shows recently, yeah. uh, like on um, uh, 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 Constantine, yeah. uh, also that sci-fi show, what is it, Rain or um, um, Dominion? Or, or, uh, no, sci-fi, I know what you're talking no, about. No, the sci-fi, yeah. there's like an angel show, but anyway, like, I'm taking the sci-fi, uh, the CGI wings, so for that reason alone, I think it's going to look really cool. I really hope they, the effects they, of it. The, the Arrow Flash uh, Legends of Tomorrow team has not gone wrong. I don't think they've had some bumps, but any show has. So I think I'm on board with whatever what they're doing. Yeah. I think it's interesting that a lot of the characters that we're about to talk about and that we are talking about are being introduced in either Flash or Arrow or in that crossover and then are going on to Legends. Are they trying to pull the audience over? Are they just, it's a smoother transition? Why do we feel like they're I think doing it's, that? It, it helps pad out the seasons. So it's yeah. not, you know, every episode of Legends of Tomorrow is, let's introduce this character, we've got to do a background. Whereas Arrow, you know, 22, 24 episodes. There, but there are always those episodes. You're like, oh, this is a filler episode to get the what, story going. What they're so able to do, what in. they're able to do with these TV shows better than the movies is what they do in comic books, which is when you like you build up the legend of a character here, so that when they come over here, you're already invested. It pays off, so that you know how 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 evil this person is or how powerful they are as without having to explain it in the same episode. As yeah. long as you're reading that comic book or watching that TV show, otherwise you're a little lost. Right. Well, but I mean that's but that's comics, you know? I mean, yeah. if you yeah. fall in love with it, if you get into that world, there's an audience for it. And, like, you know, that's how that's how comics got and me to collect all the different, you know, big crossing over. You mm-hmm. could want to find out more, and you just go to your local comic store and pick up some comic exactly. books. Exactly. it all works out. Um, so, Ryan Robbins is cast as a, a member of the terrorist organization Shadow Spire in Arrow. He's playing a character called Conklin, Conklin mm-hmm. which doesn't seem like there's a tremendous I've amount never, of precedence for. I've never, yeah. I'm, so this one? I read the comics. I've never heard of it. I'm kind of like... Have you heard of Shadow Spire? No. Not I don't know either. where it came from. So this is going to be all via flashback. Um, right. So so each the... season, there's a different flashback, which is kind of funny because okay. it's like, so how long was he on this island? Five but, years turned into like 15 but years. But are we going to have Shadow Spire in <laughs> past? And now this season, they talked about Hive is going to be current. 
So is so the two organizations running concurrently? Well, I think Conklin's going to be showing up in the present, okay. and then like other Shadow Spires are in the in the I flashbacks. I thought Conklin was only showing up in the flashbacks. I could be completely wrong, and you might what, be completely right. I think right. that's what I heard, which is interesting, because I have a hard time... If, if you don't then later on show up in the present, I have a hard time giving you too much weight, because it's I, like, what exactly is Well, that's why it's always the flashbacks. The flashbacks usually relate to what's going right. on in the present, too, so right. that's why, you know... I, I, I apologize if you guys have talked about this already in the past, um, but they, the showrunners have talked about that the Clan of the Arrow, if you guys heard about this, it's a series mm-hmm. that New 52 did, where it was all these clans of weapons, the sword, the spear, the shield, mm-hmm. in the history, and they said it's never off, it's not off limits. That is something that if you're a fan of Green Arrow, they've talked it, they're going to do mm-hmm. it. It's like, well, we're not saying we're not going to. So that the Arrow is just one of these weapons yes. of this clan? Yes, and it right. is. That would build and be a like a season two flashback where it's Phenomenal! It's a run. If you guys don't know, but go pick up New Fifty Two. I don't know who who wrote it or drew, or drew it, but it's it's called the Clan of the Spear, or the Clan of the Arrow. But it's all these different shields, sword, axe, staff. It's cool. phenomenal. They said they're going to do it. It is going to be very interesting. Phenomenal. Well, they said they're going to do it, or they say it wasn't off limits. They they didn't say it's next. It's not, they're not saying it's season five. Because they never want to get too far ahead or say, you know, take mm-hmm. away from... But they said, we're going to get to it. Well, okay. we're Basically. going to actually talk to how the new 52 is influencing the TV world in a moment, too. But first, I just wanted to talk about the another villain while we're yes. talking about villains. And look at Vandal Savage. So badass. Wow. Yes. So badass. All like, of us are just like... And, 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 and here's the other thing. The actor playing this, his name is Casper Crump. You can't make yeah. that up. Mm-hmm. Which should be a comic book villain on yeah, its own. Yeah, yeah. I think you see this. Okay. Yeah. I love what Matt Nabel eventually did as Ra's al Ghul. But when I first saw mm-hmm. him... I'm like, this guy looks like kind of a bum in a bar. <laughs> oh, I didn't feel that way. He just had like way. this, like, and I know, like, Ra's al Ghul needs to have this regality to him. Yeah. And I, if you watch, he was had very short hair at the beginning of the season. He was probably doing another show or something. Uh-huh. By the end of Arrow, he had kind of longer. They combed it back. Okay. And he looked regal. Mm. So it was a fact of when you're casting, they cast him, they like the actor, and he, it just, his look grew into it. This guy, look at that picture. You don't even need to put a wig on him. That yeah. is Vandal oh. Savage. That could have been Ra's al Ghul. The casting is legitimately Phenomenal. perfect. I love that they're bringing this villain in. I, oh, I'm so I don't know what he's this. been on, but I saw that picture and Not I was like, I'm mostly sold foreign this guy. stuff. He's yeah. like a European actor. Oh, Phenomenal. The casting on that. Is it, did it say, was he Dutch or something? Maybe, yes. Clump. Crump. Crump. Casper Crump. Casper Crump. Oh, I mean, with the, with the alliteration and everything, he should be a comic book villain. Yeah. Dude, can I mean, rock a suit. Yeah, you the... see him on the street and you're like, ooh, scary. That's Vandal also, Savage. Yeah, yeah. Totally so he's going to be the main bad of Legends of Tomorrow is the feeling I'm getting. Yeah. But being introduced, I think, via Flash Arrow. Or does I'm it... not sure. Does he also have Damien Dark that's going to be on Arrow? Well, yeah, he's and Damien Dark be... is Hive. Yes, mm-hmm. Neil McDonough, and he's which going is great. To be the big yeah. bad of the whole season. So I think I think I think he's coming on in Legends Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, he's going to be like their big bad, yeah. and like will probably be yeah it's, their their Lex, their yeah, their ultimate like, nemesis. How are we having a big bad, and then we're and they're going against uh, Heat Wave and Captain Cold and all these other bads? I just still don't understand because how this is going to work yet. The, it's like Suicide Squad and, type thing. The good where, and the bad got rise together to fight an evil worse right, villain. Yeah, right. It's interesting. Hey, there's going to be. I still hate Captain Cold. Coke, it's, by the it, way. I love it. 
ridiculous. That park, get smaller park. I want it. Smaller park. There's got to be a cooler way to, like, I get it. His powers, like, make him really cold. Like, is he just chilly all the time? I, I don't know. get it. And no one else is cold around him. Everybody else gets a cool, badass-looking costume, and, yeah. like, this guy gets to wear a parka? Seriously, if I was that actor, I'd be like, are you kidding me? Speaking no, of costumes... No, he liked it. I'm he really disappointed. It. He's lying to you, no. and you're buying it. Yeah. And you he definitely didn't like it. those lights on that set, he's in that thing, and he thinks he likes it? Absolutely not. he thinks not. he likes it. Oh, you, Absolutely you know what he likes. And, and other, people, when I, other people have heard me complain about this, and be like, Adam, that's exactly what it looks like in the comics. And I'm like, all right, well, it can look bad in the comics, too. It can look bad there. Yeah. Actually, his new 52 costume looks stupid. He's got like this little dinky hoodie thing. So, uh, so they tried to minimize it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's also kind of like a new 52 inspiration is the fact that Wally West is going to be joining mm. the Flash as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is pretty good though because like, here you have an African-American Wally West, but new 52 introduced him as an African-American well, Wally West. we already West. have Iris West and Joe West yeah. and they're African-American. My problem with this is... Okay. Is... Too many flashes? Nope. Grant Gustin is 25. This guy's 23. Right. It's just... And this goes back, and I know you love him, and I think he's a phenomenal actor. Wally West was too young... Or Barry Allen was too young cast on that show right. for me. We have me. no idea how they're incorporating him. Of how course. they're going to put he him in the West family. He could come from the family. future. I get, you, I get it. So we we don't know. It's to, It could be totally but it's legitimate very, that they're the same You've got age. two speeds... Because Grant Gustin looks so young. In New and 52, way, is he, he... He's a nephew of Iris or something? Yeah. Yeah. I, but you're also talking about the ages of the actors, not the ages of the character. Grant Gustin, right. they look like they're the same age. Yeah. Grant Gustin looks like a baby right. and I, I think he's great. I love him. But he well, looks I think very young. I think to Mike's point, they're probably not going to call him Kid Flash. Mm. No. <laughs> probably Impulse, if anything. Right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I, I think it'll be really interesting how they tie this in. They're going to have to go with a unique storyline. I don't know whether... I, like I'm, I said earlier, I'm on, they've done no wrong I, as far no, as I go. No, it's great. So I'm, I'm a little confused. I mean, it's like you got Garrick, Wally West, and Barry Allen. Right. I'm just going to be interested to see like how that all works together. Yeah, I don't and, think that Garrick's a season regu- uh, regular, a series regular. I think that he, Is this guy? Yeah, I think that he was... Uh-huh. He's gonna be a series regular. regular. So mm. Garrick, are you thinking Garrick's gonna be like an alternate? It's not gonna be a Earth. one and done, but yeah, I'm thinking. But an alternate Earth or right. a different. So he's gonna be. Hmm. We're not. I don't think we're gonna see him every day. I don't think he's gonna just pop in, pop. I'm out. kind of excited about that because you're right. Like Barry Allen is really young, and this guy's yeah. young. So I kind of want to see like a more senior person. Flash. I was really hoping that we'd find a way to get John Wesley Ship in a Flash costume. I thought, you know, when they were doing the season finale and everything, they talked about these alternate worlds. I go, what? What if? This the Flash of the '90s show still existed because uh, Gil, Be- Gil right. Bellows oh. was the mayor, right? And Tina Tina McGee is in it. I was like, what if through time travel how and it's revealed gonna, that he's the? I don't know how. how the writers. That that's, I'm not a writer. Dad. They're a writer. Yeah, but we already we already his dad it already just, knows now. The fan in me wants that so damn I bad. I loved it. I was a big fan of it. I liked him as the Flash. It was. I thought it was for the time. I'm so impressed. With that costume. And I think the reason that that CBS show didn't... The Flash one, yeah. At the time, I thought it was great. It still looks good. Um, I I think the reason it didn't... Well, you weren't born then. No, but I watched it. I was, and I watched it. But out of time. You know what I'm saying? You watch it out of time and not at that time, Mm. which is different. You watch watch it with all the the year-given circumstances. The CW Seed, if you guys don't know, they're streaming all 22 episodes of it for free. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's on if you guys... Go check it out. I think the reason it didn't get continued is because it was also really expensive for the time. That, and you know why? 
it was bumped against the Cosby Show the whole time. Oh, it was always going up against Cosby. Ha. So, well, now screw you, Cosby. Yeah. Exactly, America. America made the wrong choice <laughs> wrong there. Wrong choice. John Cosby. Wesley Ship is a role model <laughs> worthy of us all to go. this day. Um, uh, and then finally, a bit of news. We have some news about season two villains on the show Gotham. Uh, Roxy, why you make sad face? Both uh, of you guys make sad faces. Because I'm a Batman fan, and I gave up on the show. Uh, I know. I, here's the thing. I can't. Which is it? Which is Which is the the news? Particular news that you are upset about seeing? Not the fact that they they did this teaser where he finds the cave, and his dad had a secret layer down there. I'm mm. like, come on, mm. you're doing your own thing. That. I get it, but. You're not because you're still building Bruce to be Batman, so you're not yeah. doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. He hey. has to end up as Batman. So you, yes, you're all like what Flash is doing. It's its own thing. Gotham, you've established that this is young version of what we're going to get right. to. You can't. His dad had a bat cave down there with secret stuff, and it's now going to be his kind of layer where he goes to figure stuff out. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you're calling it the bat cave. They're calling it the bat cave, mm. basically. I, I, here's the thing. I don't hate Gotham as much as I have heard other people hate Gotham. I just think that they need to do something to kick butt the season and change some people's minds. Uh, like getting rid of Fish, probably a smart idea. Yeah. Um, bringing in these new villains, okay. So I'm I'm not making the sad face because I think that this is a bad call. I'm just there. Just seems to be so much negativity around this that I'm waiting for something that people are like, yes. I'm coming back to Gotham. When they used to do off. when they did the stuff with Maroni and Falcone, and it was mm-hmm. all mob stuff. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. this is the Gotham I wanted. Yeah, I don't want to see. Well, now we're going to see what Mister Freeze looks like, or they're doing this is Black Mask, but his dad. Yeah, no. and introducing even more villains. We've already seen so many First villains; they're not flushed yeah. out. Tommy yet, Elliot should have been a series regular, and it showed him and Bruce growing up. Because then, when you do show right. Flush, you go, "Oh my god, that's why!" That's so cool. They right? are taking all these characters. It, it, we don't Selena Kyle. I don't. That should never have been a character on the show. It's Catwoman should never have been on there. Yeah, it uh, was. Uh, I don't it, know. She, it was. It has it them establishing a lot of history with them. Um, I, you know, I was interested that Jean Paul Valley is going to be on the show this season too, Azrael. Which now which, that's something you should do the Order of Dumas, but not do him. Show that the, the Court of Owls. They're talking about mm-hmm, it, but yeah. that should be done because that is the history of Gotham, which lends itself to this. Don't shoehorn in villains from Batman that we know and try and make them younger versions or their sons or daughters. If or, you want to see sort of like a caped vigilante on the show, then those are our best opportunities. Is yeah. if you have an Azrael or or a Court, Court of, of Owls. Yes. Which could be cool, but but I agree. You know, on one hand, the the showrunners, the producers of the show saying that Gotham is the character and it's not Batman's story, but then they're showing all the Batman villains. So it's like, I agree, it should be more about Gotham itself, and they should have, um, you know, they should be able to rely on that. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the the mob the the supervillains came out of Batman it was the escalation that we mm-hmm. talked about show Gotham I mean shows like The Wire did it so well where it was the mob and this and that mm-hmm. show, I just started watching on episode five I can't even show oh, the yeah. reason why Gotham <laughs> needs show. a Batman yeah and and I mean the, the shorters have said they even come out and say hey we know what worked what didn't work we're steering the ship yeah in the, so I'm like okay I think season 2 I'm gonna come back on board but okay good so what I've seen it's just kind of like I wanna I like him as Gordon show more of him and Harvey they're yeah. great yeah I, I, I agree with you I think Harvey and Gordon are great characters it was interesting to see what they were doing with his uh, fiance with Barbara Keane I did yeah. you know, I like Leslie Tompkins brought on yeah that's a character yeah, that we've great. not dealt with 
And I remember there was talk that Holly Hunter was Leslie Tompkins in Batman vs Superman. And they denied that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that's a character that's so great in Batman's mythology that has not done been well, except for the animated series did it so yeah. well. And we know Alfred, Moreno Bacaran is going to be back on this season. Alfred, I can't warm up to. Really? I, I don't know what it is that he's doing. I love the, mm-hmm. the stern Alfred that's been mm-hmm. done in like um, the Earth One Batman. Yeah. those novels. I yeah. love that badass Batman and Beware the Batman did it great as well with Alfred. This guy, I'm just not warming oh, up I, to. He yeah. does it for me. I think he's good. Okay, man, I'll like give him a second shot. All right, well, that's uh, that's the news for the week. Do we have any questions or anything else we wanted to uh, address? No, because we're so I, much. We're we're about long. We're about at the fifty-seven minute mark. Yeah, I've got to actually. Uh, thanks for letting us do the show early today. Yes, I have to go great. see the Fantastic Four screening. I, there was well, one tweet. That why I thought do you was say really it like that? Uh, What's wrong? Yeah. I was very excited about it. Now, look, Let's now see. you want to be back on Team DC after Marvel and oh, all that. Blee. Um, you some question? Okay, some... well, this was just a comment that I thought was funny from um, at Michael underscore Drew, who's an after host, so he's the best. He says, Marvel sending their secret agent to steal him from DC. And did you see Haley Atwell tweeted at The Rock saying, at The Rock, can you follow me so I can DM you? I want to ask you something. Did you guys the see Rock that? follows no one. Oh. The Rock, fo- look at his Twitter, he follows no one. So, who knows what that's about. I want to give a shout out. There was one guy on Twitter, I don't know if you guys saw it, he posted a picture from the trailer of when Superman's walking into the court. And he singled out Scoot McNeary was in there. Right. And I was like, that guy has got a... F- Whoever you right. are, buddy, I'm sorry for forgetting your name, but he nailed it. And I go, because I think he's Jimmy Olsen. That's yeah. okay. That That's was the thing that we that, forgot yeah. to talk about today, actually. I'm glad you brought that yeah. up as we go away. So, um, Scoot McNary is Jimmy Olsen? I, we think. You think? I think he loses his legs in the Battle of Metropolis. Right. And he's Clark Kent's hopefully and the, but best But he doesn't friend. hold it against no, him. No, and, but that's the twist. It's like he's like, the one guy. So he's in the court saying, "I lost my legs." And, he, and if it wasn't for Superman, I would have lost my life. And if you're looking, and he's going towards city. the court. He's on the side of the defendant. He's sitting on that side yeah. too. So I'm like, it, so, this guy's. So I it makes it perfect sense. Here's a guy who lost almost everything, but still has a lot. And he's coming to the defense. It's really cool. I love it. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Good eye, whoever you, my friend out there, you saw that posted up. Good eye. That's very cool. I'm glad you brought that up because that was a major thing that we didn't talk. about. About and everybody would have like been like, why didn't you talk Remember about? They're talking. Awesome. People, some people were saying like, oh, he's got green legs. He's CGI. He's the Flash. I'm yeah. like, right. <laughs> really? Um, and then also other people thought that, that that the character Jenny was Jenny Olsen and some people have debunked that and right. said no, 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 it was and Jenny the, something the, else. The one with the Ferris and she's uh, at the end of the, the flight attendant or the military girl at the end yeah. was like, oh, he's kind of cute. Right. Her thing said Ferris so they're like, oh, it's Carol oh, Ferris. Right, right. But it, it, yeah, it's, it, that's it's a, more, it's nah, a it's, yeah. that's not Carol. All right, guys. Good show. Good show. Good week. Good news. Good luck with the game. Thank you very much. Good luck um, at the screening. Thank you for the screening. I want to say also thanks everyone that's tuning in to Man vs. Child Chef Showdown on the FYI Network. Season three, uh, episode three, uh, season three, episode three airs tonight. It's doing really well. Uh, the kids are amazing. If you haven't seen the show, you can go to FYI.tv to check out the first couple of episodes. Uh, it's a really, really fun cooking show. I'm really proud to be a part of it. Um, and uh, <laughs> if you want to have it, talk to me about anything DC or comic book related or anything like that, I'm uh, on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, at Adam Gertler. Awesome. Well, I, I'll be tuning in. Congratulations. And we're doing so well. Yes. Um, you guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer, and I will be on Friday doing Superhero Roundup on uh, for SourceFed, talking about Fantastic Four. So we'll see how that oh. goes. Uh, I'm at Mike Kalinowski. Thanks again. Yeah, please keep shooting out all those things on Twitter. I, lo- I hope I don't always get back to them in the most timely manner. Uh, but I love all the fan. Th- it's fantastic the fan theories and all that stuff. It's, it's great. It's awesome. It's great. We're friends. Yeah. We have friends. It's very cool. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Oh. 
from producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.